This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I'm one of your hosts and my name is Vinny. Hello, my name's Drew. How are how are you? How are you today? It's another quarantine episode. How are you? It is. This is another quarantine edition of Without Definite Aim, where we're holed up. We're doing this through Skype. We're looking lovingly into each other's eyes through the camera of our computers. It's true. We're getting physical connection, even virtually. <laughs> Literally, probably, I don't know, maybe an hour before we started recording, I sent Drew a picture of myself uh, pretending to lick the microphone and I photoshopped an eggplant with a cartoon face into the place of the oh, microphone. Oh, God. And, you know, maybe we'll share that on social media just so everybody can enjoy it because now, now it exists in the real world. Yeah, it's um, it's a treasure. I'll I'll just I'll just leave it it's at that. A it's a treasure. Yeah, <laughs> it's a treasure. Oh God! Clearly, no cle- yes. No worries. <laughs> it's um, clearly the quarantine, the stay-at-home lifestyle, starting to get to starting to get to some of us a little bit. But hey, we're making yeah. it. We're making it. We're making it happen. You know. You know, some of us we lick microphones and we pretend they're eggplants. You know, that's what just how we deal with quarantine. <laughs> that's, that's how you cope with the current situation. No, I get it. I mean, I'm just I, I've said it previously on other episodes since quarantine. I'm just excited. Like air quality has got better. I'm excited about that. I feel like there's more fucking animals around. Animals are happier because we're not ruining shit for them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh wait, look at what would happen if like there were half as many cars on the road. Isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> if you've driven, Drew, and you can be honest, have you driven a little bit crazier? Yes, totally. I got behind the wheel for the first time in like a week. I shit you not, a week. Like I hadn't left my house to do anything in like a week. I have a little Mexican food place right around the corner where I can skate to. I uh, There's a subway down there. I don't seriously, I don't have to leave my house. It's great. Um, and we've, we've been pretty good about shopping, um, shopping like once a week, once every other week. So, you know, I have some snacks, I have some goodies, we have alcohol, it's all good. So I got behind the wheel for the first time. And like I said, like a week and I was like, a, I kind of forgot how to drive and also (laughs) B, B, I fucking, I was like, oh, I missed this and was like super aggressive. Not, not, not like super aggressive. I, I'm not a very aggressive driver, but my car has kind of like the, um, it's not paddle shifters, but it has the, where on the shifter, you can like click it over and it like almost simulates like a manual shift. So you can let the, you can let the engine rev a little bit more, a little higher than it would normally like automatically shift gears. Um, so I felt, I felt all like racy doing that it was it was quite fun racy boys for life it's cra- i i actually like 
you, you don't realize it when you're just in the shitter of a daily commute. But like, I I like driving. Driving's not not bad. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't. I actually did drive until like later in my late twenties, early thirties. I didn't drive. I think, but because uh, the city I came from in Australia, we had great public transport, so you didn't really have to drive. That's crazy. Like, like it would never be an option for me to like not drive until then here. I just didn't have a desire when I lived in Melbourne. Well, but listen, if you don't have to, what the f- why, why not? You know, there was a few times where it's like, you can't be out late, super late at night. Otherwise you're gonna have to get a taxi Yeah, because Ubers didn't exist in that era of my life. Cause you're old as fuck. Old as fuck. Yeah, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, uh, there's dust and cobwebs on my on my body. That makes sense. Particularly in the pubis region. Do you lick them off? No. I use a... I got like one of those little French-made dusters for that. Oh, good. <laughs> Where I put the skirt on and everything, you know, oh, you know yeah. the deal. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Segue to sponsor. <laughs> Just natural. Just natural. French-made sponsor. Established in 1992 and based in Brisbane, Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and forms, and they manufacture grab rails, handrails, boat rails, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find them at www.bentech.com.au. Bentech, as always, you know we're Bendy Boys. Thank you. Thanks, Bentech. We miss you. We miss you in this quarantine life. Right? We miss your polished, stiff rods. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are particularly stiff. I can vouch for that. <laughs> Oh man. Uh god. We're already we're already there. Hey, um I have the random topic generator today. If you're ready, Vinny, and I'm ready, I'm going to hit the button and we're going to get the show on the road. True. Enlighten me. Let's do it. What is your favorite holiday? Oh, very straightforward. What is your favorite holiday? Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, let's get some PSLs and just like put our Uggs on and go to town. Who are we being offensive to? I feel like there's those kind of like very flamboyant. I guess they're kind of. uh, Are they SoCal girls? I mean, I'm not from here. Like Valley girl, like they're like Valley girl. Like I don't know who we are. We being offensive to gay guys? Yeah, either that or the the flamboyant gay guys are taking offense to to that voice. Um, To to which I say, um, you you can't sit there as a flamboyant gay guy and tell me that you haven't also done the macho straight guy voice all the time, too. (laughs) So you know, it's probably you probably. also doing that. Hey, you know, I don't take with his other with their other flamboyant gay friends, which I don't know if there's like when they when they mingle in like such a large group. I don't think you can have too many flamboyant gay guys because otherwise there might be like some kind of a fight that happens. But what would you, you call know, they... a group of flamboyant gay guys? Like a <laughs> like a glitter or <laughs> glitter? You know, yeah, you know how they call like a like a group of geese a gaggle 
like a, I don't know, a glitter of gay men. <laughs> a, gl- a glitter of gay men. Just know, like, from the, the, the deep, deep, like, honesty of my heart, we love you guys. There's nothing true. funnier to me when, like, a flamboyant gay man says something to me uh, and I'm kind of thrown off guard, but I laugh very deeply inside. It's true. Yeah, yeah. We do. Um, you and I definitely have, uh, I feel like, a, a, a co-worker or two that we, we think about and we hold dearly in our hearts and enjoy his presence um, every every opportunity we get. So, yeah, no, we're definitely, uh, we love you. In it's not the, offensive. In the, yeah, we love you in the gayest way possible. <laughs> So uh, is, does that mean your favorite holiday is like Pride Month or? How, how'd you know I was going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say a story? So I, as uh, tan- as the, we go down tangent, roads of tangents on this podcast, uh, I worked at Whole Foods at one point in my life and I worked with a guy uh, there who lived in Hillcrest and he told me stories about during Pride um, and during pride he lived very close to balboa park i think he was like almost opposite or he could see the edge of the park from his apartment and he said that come pride time there would be um rvs like motorhomes that would pull up at the side where they could park near balboa park and he felt like they were mobile brothels during oh, pride no. just like and this is one of those, orgies yeah and he's like He's like, you know, it never offended him. He was okay. He's like, you know, it's pride. They're there for like, you know, how many days? And then they're gone. Uh, it was never something that he was worried about. But it's that was one of those, it's one of those weird stories that got stuck in my mind. And I just wanted to share it with you. The end. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be like similar to like, I don't know, like the, there's not really a straight, is there a straight equivalent? Would it be like the... I don't know. Some there's got to be some like show in Vegas or or like some, you know, Vegas uh, convention where it's like very similar. Is that just like some kind of porn convention? It must be right. It, I mean, I don't know where I, dude, that that'd be a nar- that'd be a crazy scene. Just like RVs of like, just basically like mobile brothels. Like that's that's. I I don't fault them for it. You know. You got to do what you got to do, especially yeah. Pride Month. You're there to celebrate, you know, coming out sexually or and coming rainbows. in, you know, or come- <laughs> <laughs> favorite uh, holiday. I feel like you're a big um, Halloween guy now. <laughs> Are you saying I'm gothic or creepy? I don't know. I, 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 oh, I guess I guess like New Year's Eve, you know, because you love fireworks. Or Fourth of July. <laughs> I like how you go to like two things that you know about me, and you know a lot, but you go to spooky shit because you know I like it. Yeah. Then fireworks, sh- <laughs> and then pyromaniac shit. <laughs> New Year's Eve, I think, is one of the most fucking overrated. And I'm not like jaded old guy. I mean, New Year's Eve. Now you are fun, you but- are jaded old guy on this one because I've even felt it the last couple day a uh, couple years. Where I'm just like, fuck this. I'm not staying up. I'm going to sleep, dude. I don't. I don't give a shit. It's just another night. 
I have homework tomorrow or something, you know, like it just, it, you know, just like, I don't know. I feel like adulthood, once you get out of your like, like young twenties, your early twenties, you're like, I don't have time for New Year's Eve parties. It's true. Do you know what type of parties I do have time for though? Parties that involve a beer pong table. Four, yes. Fourth of July parties, dude. I get down on 4th of July. It's, I don't know why. I, th- I think it's more just like a, just the fact that it's in the middle of the summer. My parents have like a pretty sweet uh, backyard, like summer party backyard with like a, there's like a bar down by the pool. There's this nice grass area. So we just, you know, we break out the beer games. We play some, we play some beer pong. We play some beer die or snappa. If you've ever played that game, it's quite fun. You jump in the pool. It's a great time. I, I really enjoy my uh, 4th of Julys. The drunkest I've ever been in my life was a 4th of July in America. And that's got it. I mean, you must have thrown back quite a few beverages because I know that your boy Vinster can can throw back some some alcohol and, and have it, you know, not, not affect him a ton. Uh it's true. I'm on four alcoholic beverages coming up to this podcast. And hey, man, just like normal, you know, <laughs> probably could drive. Like, it's all good. I feel like it would be irresponsible to drive, but I do feel like I could drive very safely. Yeah. Um, um, how many drinks did you have, do you think? So, I, when I, if I'm at a party with my brother in law, we will always team up for beer pong. And I think we're good because I have a way of psyching out the opposite team in the way that I play and my focus. And I, I just have such like, I have like serial killer focus when it comes <laughs> to like beer pong. I don't know a better way to describe that, but like I just get hyper-focused and people can like heckle me and shit and I just, I don't hear it when I want to be focused on something. Boom. Boom. Anyway, I usually play with my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law is also, his name is also Vincent. We call him Vinny, like me. Uh, and the two Vinnies get together and we just become beer pong champions. I don't mm. know. There's just some weird magic between us when it comes to beer pong. But that specific 4th of July party, my mother-in-law had invited some, uh, they were kind of like frat boy, kind of like Navy boys or something. And they were particularly competitive. Oh, anyway, and you don't know them very well. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever met them at this party. <sighs> That's ca- that can kind I... of be a kill, like a vibe killer, where like the unknown, you know, group of fucking fratty boys comes in, like takes beer pong too seriously. Like, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. This is my party. Fuck out of here. You know? Well, that's exactly what happened. So they were beating everybody else. We stepped up to the table. We'd beaten a few people. We we battle them. We beat them, and they are fucking pissed. They are super pissed off. Anyway, you know, we play a few more games. I think Vinny and I win more games. And they're like, yeah, we'll fucking, we'll battle you guys again. And we're like, okay. (laughs) Anyway, we got cocky and we were drunk, very drunk by that point. And we're like, you know what? Let's up the odds. Let's put uh, some spirits in the cups. Uh, Hard. You never play beer pong. That's why it's called beer pong. Never play beer pong pong with hard liquor that's terrible oh you know when when you're fucking drunk that sounds great and we were like you know let's get creative so we made like there was a shot that had like 
bourbon and maple and some crushed oh, up bacon bits no. in it. And then there was other ones that had like, I think there was vodka and like fucking pickle juice or some shit. And one of them had moonshine in it. And it was stupid. We were basically making like creative mixed drinks in the beer pong cups, as well as like there was beer in some of them as well. Anyway, we were too drunk at that point and started losing. We lost. Uh, I kept drinking throughout the night. I never fucking do karaoke. My mother-in-law <laughs> oh, man. and my uh, grandma-in-law love that shit. I did karaoke that night. Someone got it on their fucking phone. Dude, yeah, I would it. pay for that video for sure. <laughs> I'm singing a song that I don't even know. It's like a Bob Marley song or some shit that I don't ever listen to Bob Marley. You're like, I'm from Jamaica. My name is Bob Marley. Like, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just making the lyrics. Yeah. Anyway, fireworks start going off. It's dark. I look up to the sky and I'm like, oh, that didn't feel good. And I just start hurling into the garden. And uh, long story short, I think I vomited a bit outside, went inside. I was like, I need to pee or poo or something. (laughs) Jen finds me on the ground in the bathroom. My wife passed out with my pants around my ankles. (laughs) Oh, man. Just like my shirt on, just naked (laughs) from the the pubis down. Would also Uh, pay for that picture too. I woke up, vomited a lot more. Uh, woke up the next morning. I felt fucking great. I got Dude, everything out. That's the trick. If you ever drink too much, trick. just get it out. Night of, just get it out. Cause you're and the next day you're fine. You're you know oh, you'll, you'll you'll maybe be a little uneasy. Your stomach will be like a little uneasy, but it's not like a hangover where your head hurts and you're like right. incapacitated all day. Yeah. Toilets are gross to me, right? Like. The idea of like touching a toilet, you know, like I don't mind sitting on a toilet or cleaning a toilet, but like grabbing like the rim of a toilet and like you sticking your head in the bowl. like. But yeah. you know, you're fucking drunk when that doesn't repulse you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went out the next morning. I felt great. You know, I got everything out the previous night. I'm cleaning up, helping my, you know, the family clean up from the, the big party the, the day before. And the next door neighbor's like, Hey, who was the wounded soldier last night? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I think I've said it before, but when I vomit, my whole being goes into that. It's violent. Yeah, it's like you're you're expelling the evil demon spirits out of your out of your body. It really is. Everything goes into that. And I usually like I'll have like sore stomach muscles too. Yeah. I vomited so hard. Sometimes my throat will hurt too from just like yelling so hard. Uh Haley Haley has told me multiple times because, you know, I've had my nights where I've had to, you know, puke up whatever I was drinking. Um, she's like, you're so violent. And I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. I can't. Like, I really try. And so every time I go to puke, I'm like, I try to be quiet. And I'm like, I, I go, I, like, I'll, I'll ask her, like, the next day, like, hey, you know, like, I felt like I did good there, right? Like that was like not a not a crazy. And she's like, "No, you were screaming at the top of your lungs." I'm like, "What? No way!" Screaming. Oh, man. I don't yeah, use, just use like I can't even. I can't even like. It's just like a vocal cord, like you know, like I can't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know, yeah. I know what you mean. Mine's. I think mine's more like death metal. Like, <laughs> mine's like very deep and guttural. Yeah, and then of course I'm like coughing and spitting the whole time. I'm just like a loud mess when that happens. I got a funny, I got a funny uh, Fourth of July story too. So a few years ago, 
my buddy Kevin, we call him Big Husk because he's a he's a husky dude. He's he's a pretty big dude, just not like fat, but just like big, like thick. And um, <laughs> and you know our, our boy With two Kev, C's. Yeah, our boy Kev can like put back some liquor, and um, you know we obviously just all day drinking games, whatever. I think we ordered pizza or something at some point and we couldn't find Kevin. And we were like so worried because we, his car wasn't outside. So we were like, where did he drive? Like, that's not good. So we, we literally were like trying to call him. He wasn't picking up. He lived close enough to the party house where he could have walked home. So we like literally walked over to his house to see if his car was there. It was. So we were like, Oh fuck. He drove like, that's not great. So we're like, okay, at least he's home. He's okay. We'll just, we'll leave it. Um, and uh, so we come back to the to the house and, and got pizza. We, we're kind of winding down a little bit. And we go behind the outdoor bar and Kevin's just passed out right behind the bar, just on the dirt, like God. face down. <laughs> We were like, Kevin, dude, we missed you. Like, where have you been? We were looking all over. Um, so that's that's my Fourth of July story. But I, I, yeah, I love I love Fourth of July. Fucking shout out to Kevin, big husk, dude. What a champ! I've never been drunk enough that I've like just lied down somewhere random in public. I've been drunk enough at like house parties and stuff, but not not like some random public location Mm. have you um i feel like i've been pretty drunk on like a pub crawl i mean remember um a couple podcasts ago you um i shared the story of calling my mom the c-word you gotta be Uh, you know that was a classic yeah and that was a pub crawl so that was you know you gotta be you gotta be pretty drunk to to do that do you ever bring that story up with her just to like reminisce and Say, hey, mom, remember that time I called you the... Oh, yeah, dude. It gets it gets brought up almost every time we drink together. Like, Does it really? Yeah. Who initiates it? Well, usually my stepdad will bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, Tim. Is this, thanks. Is this the one who's giving you a massage? Yeah, exactly. Every time he massages me when I'm naked, he brings it up. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Tim classic tim oh god yeah i'm also a uh, pr- pretty big fan of christmas yeah that's what i was gonna say is like my favorite holiday like i love uh, for anybody that doesn't know like halloween is very much a very adopted uh holiday in australia and all my experience of uh celebrating it there is like very much filtered through the lens of like american culture and movies uh because we we try to celebrate it but it's just not like it is here on any level like i never experienced two full um two full like uh you know you go to walmart and there's two lines of areas Halloween costumes and stuff yeah full of costumes and like all the scary shit you put at the front of your house like i'd never experienced that before i came here um and I love it, but I do love Halloween for sure. Uh, but yeah, Christmas has to be it. Like, I think it's cliche, but there is a point where you kind of fall out of Christmas 
but I always look forward to even when I was a teenager and it wasn't so much like, you know, I don't think Santa Claus is obviously not real. Uh, it, there really was something special about getting together with my family, just food and drinking mm-hmm. and getting the presents that we gave to each other. And I always enjoyed that element. It wasn't so much even about presents. It was just like family. And you always know there was going to be some awesome fucking food. Yeah. Um, but having kids again and just seeing their like, awe and wonder about like oh, i woke up and i think i saw santa claus and it's like you <laughs> no you did didn't you see- fucking liar <laughs> yeah you fucking did not see santa claus yeah. but the fact that you can get them excited like did you really mm-hmm. yeah i think i saw i i saw his sled in the sky it's like what are you doing fucking looking outside yeah. <laughs> open your damn presents <laughs> christmas does become pretty special when you become a parent again like just to see them excited when they're like conscious of it and like feeding that belief as well like it's Mm -hmm. kind of sad that we're lying to them yeah but it's also very beautiful that they just like believe it wholeheartedly you know there's no doubt uh and then like watching christmas movies again and getting excited and christmas movies that i loved like i've talked about it before it took me a long time i never really thought of like home alone as a christmas movie but it's become like my favorite christmas movie Mm -hmm. i've always loved that movie yeah but just watching that and then all the animated Christmas movies oh, are love fun. It. Love yeah, it. yeah. It's it's something about just the the time. I do love I do love Christmas music too. Um, not the I, I really like some of my favorite Christmas music is is the jazzy kind of piano bar type um, Christmas music where it's kind of more relaxed. You you can kind of you can kind of picture it at, at your work holiday party. You know, like that type of music. I I love that music and just like having the fire, even though, you know, in San Diego, it doesn't really get that, get cold enough to have a fire. But, um, and then like, yeah, like, uh, the cookies, you know, there's always like someone in the neighborhood who like bakes like some really nice cookies, eggnog. I don't know if you enjoy eggnog. That's a, a particularly nice alcoholic drink during the holidays. So and then, of course, just being with family is always great. Yeah, I didn't eggnog something that's like that's another thing doesn't really exist on a like a larger scale in Australia like it does here. But like I love it, uh, and like you said, like I don't know, there's just something the decorations, having the Christmas yeah. tree, Christmas lights, yeah, Christmas lights, yeah. Like we take the kids out, we'll find one of the neighborhoods that has like a you know a fuck ton of Christmas lights and drive through there and we'll make like hot chocolate and have cookies in the car yeah. and have like Christmas music playing while you're driving and stuff. Yeah. Those are fun. Those are fun, like memories for sure. And I, that's something that your, your kids I'm sure will look back on and go, and, and that could be, you know, a, a tradition that they carry on to their family, you know, when, when they're grown and, and old. So it's, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I feel like family traditions are kind of passed on and it's just a great, great time of the year, you know. What's What's too early to listen to Christmas songs for you? What's what? When When does it start? Is it like straight like December first? Yeah, I feel like any time before Black Friday is unnecessary and inappropriate. <laughs> um, but I think I think like you know after Thanksgiving, it it's it's okay. I don't love it, but it's okay. But come December first, you're like showing oh, me in this shit. 
Yeah, as soon as you can start the fucking advent calendar, you know, you start popping up, popping open, you know, on December 1st, the the chocolates or whatever, fucking go to town. I want to hear Santa Claus is coming to town and, you know, (laughs) grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I want all of it. What's What's your least favorite Christmas song? My least favorite Christmas song? I have a few. That's why I brought it up. Um, Jingle Bells is pretty bad. Really? Yeah. I just feel like it's annoying. What about like an instrumental version of it? Is that okay? Is that tolerable? Yeah, I could do that. Like a jazz. If it's like a, again, like if it's like kind of like a jazzier version, I can I can get on board with. Um, Drew's like, let me tell you how white I am. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> let me see. I'm, I'm trying to think. I There's hate, a, you know what, I, I fucking hate, this is why I'm bringing it up, I can't stand I Caught Mummy Kissing Santa Claus. Oh. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a bad one, but it's a good one on you on your, your part for bringing that up, because I couldn't think of that, but that's pretty bad. It's a pretty bad one. I don't know why, i just not into that. And there's, a, there's one with, uh, I think it's Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. I feel like they have a Christmas song together. And it's just not you're not not a fan. Well, maybe it's a Paul McCartney Christmas song. I don't know. I just it's just a weird vibe. Any it's Christmas not, song sung by Justin Bieber can get the fuck out of me, out of my ears, out of my mouth, <laughs> out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my fa- what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? I like a lot of the classics. I like, like, I know it's cliche, but anything sung by like Dean Martin, mm-hmm. uh, that like that kind of era, or like jazzy Christmas songs are great. I'm a sucker for like classical Christmas music as well. Mm. Uh, there's a playlist I play from Apple Music, which I think is like holiday cocktail party essentials. Yeah, dude, such a good fucking playlist. I know exactly oh, the one man. you're thinking of. Yeah. It just feels like you should be sipping on some... F- you, you listen to it, and, and I can taste eggnog in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think... Um, oh, man. Is it... Uh, I guess maybe it's just called the Christmas song. Um, but the chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That one's... Oh, yeah, that one's... And this, the one specifically by Nat King Cole. Because he's, of course, jazzy, and I'm white, so I love it. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, uh, that one's my favorite for sure. Yeah. Christmas is, Christmas is great. Yeah. Do you have a, like a least favorite holiday? Like just real quick. Um, least favorite holiday. Um, I know like I'm going to get crucified by all Americans. Thanksgiving is kind of meh to me. Like I like some of the food and I like that it's kind of like pre-Christmas, but yeah, you I know, feel that. I don't know. I feel that. Yeah. And I think even as I've... Because uh, Thanksgiving, again, is a little associated with, like, getting together with family, which I think why uh, is why, like, a lot of people like it. But as an older dude, and ha- not having been able to, like, really travel anywhere for Thanksgiving, which we used to, the... Eh. eh it's like... It's meh. And the food, I've, I've, you know, unpopular opinion. I think it may have been my first one. Like Thanksgiving, kind of is like the dinner. It's meh, you know. It's just kind of meh. That's what I love about like me having my own family is that we've created our own family traditions, which I love. 
But yeah, Thanksgiving. I, I, anytime you get in the family together, like it's kind of sad that that's we need an excuse like a fucking holiday to bring the family together and have like a nice meal. Like, why couldn't that be something that you do every four months or something? Yeah, you know, you have to celebrate. What fucking happened? What, did white people kill some Indians? What happened on Fourth <laughs> on on Thanksgiving? Yeah, like what happened? Something terrible, I'm sure. But they covered it up in like, oh, we roasted turkeys and we got some cranberries and we stuck them in our bunghole. <laughs> what really happened? On oh man, I really don't know the some, history. Some, but, I I don't know. It's like Native Americans and white people had dinner together once, yeah. and. Uh, we basically like killed them afterwards. Not not like on Thanksgiving, but <laughs> I mean, wasn't the other way around? Reason... What? Wasn't the other way around? They didn't scalp the white people. No, I don't know. There's a reason why there's not as many Native Americans around. You know, like oh, man, how, how harsh is getting scalped? Oh, gnarly, dude. And they did it while you were alive. It's like, hey, let me knock you out first, and then I'll cut the skin off the top of your head off first. Ugh. <laughs> I love when yeah, you no actually think, and think, think about these things. You're like, oh, that's fucked. Yeah, dude, it is so But fucked. it makes sense. It's like the top of your head. Like, that's without having your head, it's kind of a trophy because heads are probably kind of heavy, I imagine. So if you just take <laughs> the top of the skin off the head and you have something to hang it by... That's kind of like having a little crown, like a little dangly bit. Yeah, and the hair, the hair never, you know, dies. It just like stays there forever. Ugh. Um, I'll tell you, my least favorite holiday is Valentine's Day. It's the dumbest shit in the world. I hate it. Well, like most holidays, it was created to sell shit, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, the whole fucking like flower industry is like stays afloat because of Valentine's Day. And it maybe you know maybe maybe that's just like okay now all the all the listeners know like oh Drew's not a romantic yeah not really, um, and I feel like the standards are not the same across genders. Drew's romantic. You just kiss his neck softly and get him a little bit drunk, and he'll be romantic. I mean, look, it might be sexual, but it will be romantic. <laughs> you know the you know the fastest way to my heart, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell Haley that. <laughs> I mean, I'd oh, like man. to think by this point in your relationship, she knows that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, just get a get a little whiskey in me. Woo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fourth of July, that's mine. That's mine. Do you have Do you have like a, a an official favorite? Christmas, right? Is what you said. Yeah, I like Christmas, and I, I like that. Like you love it as a child, and then I feel like there's a. You still, I still enjoyed it even as a teenager. I always loved getting together with my family. Always. Undoubtedly. Even if like I felt like Christmas was like, you get kind of negative as a teenager. You're like, oh, fucking Santa Claus. Oh, you know. Uh, I still always enjoyed the family aspect and the food aspect of Christmas. That was always still meant a lot. And I mean, I don't, I'm sorry. Who doesn't like getting a present? Dude. I, right? Every, no mm. one doesn't like getting a present. I mean, unless it's a real shit present, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And that's that sucks, but uh, no, yeah, I love Christmas, I really do, and it, like I said, I mean, it comes full circle. You know, you're yeah. getting old when you have kids, and you're like, yeah. I get to experience Christmas as a child again. Yeah, through through my children. 
Uh, really quickly before we get on to how much, uh, is, are there any like Australian holidays that Americans are missing out on? Um, I mean, all our holidays, I mean, like Australia Day, that's basically our 4th of July. Yeah. Because we did, I'm sure we slaughtered Aboriginals, which is terrible, but we didn't have a holiday to celebrate it. Um, but not not particularly Australia Day. We have Anzac Day, which is kind of like your uh, Memorial Day. Mm. Um, Anzac Day is a, a holiday that we celebrate with, that we share with uh, New Zealand. Okay. Um, you actually get as, together uh, with the Kiwis on that day? We do. I think what we do is we slice uh, Kiwi fruits up and we glue them to our nipples uh, and we dance until they fall off. And once Sexy. they fall off, uh, that's when we scream and uh, it's like this big relief that we're like, thank you. You fought in a war for us. <laughs> we appreciate you. Goodbye. Uh, that's our as Memorial soon as, Day. As soon as the last kiwi drops from the nipple, the, the New Zealanders have to go back to their island. <laughs> yeah. They're like, get off the bigger island, go back to your tiny island. I'd love to go to New Zealand, by the way. It's on a buck. That's a bucket list of mine. Oh, I mean, look, Lord of Rings. Look how beautiful Lord of Rings oh. movies are. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's Lord of the Rings is New Zealand. Uh, yeah, Australia Day... Anzac Day. We have a we have a public holiday for a horse race in Australia. I think you've said. I think I feel like you've yeah. shared that before. It's like one of the biggest horse races in the world. It's called the Melbourne Cup. Mm. Yeah, we, I, I have brought that up again. Those are probably like some of the biggest days. Yeah, I'm probably going to get crucified for something I forgot. Didn't bring up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, something come on, I've been here for a Americanized. while. Americanized. Yeah. Yeah, I've fucking been drinking all night. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, are you ready for uh, how much? I fucking come ready every episode, Drew. I just I got one queued up. I found one deeper on the list, and I brought it to the top of the list for you, buddy. You said this is the one for tonight. All right, yeah, it's time. It's time for how much with your host, Danny Borden. Oh hi. Oh. Let's get straight into it. How Do much? It. To get laser hair removal on both of your eyebrows. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Does it, oh Jesus? Does that mean that you can never grow hair back? Pretty sure that's what lasers do to your hair. Right. Okay. I just wanted to confirm. Um, yeah, this is permanent. I mean, maybe there'll be some fluff that will grow back, but you know, you're probably gonna have to get some tattoos on there or put makeup on there or something. Yeah, that's fucking miserable, dude. People without eyebrows are scary as shit. <laughs> Do you, I know it's terrible. We've talked about it before, but it's like not like a mean way. I think we talked about it on our 50th episode uh, where like, you know, you never want to look at someone that's had an amputation, but you always have to double take. Yeah, and it's do. the same with like, if you don't have eyebrows, you double take that shit. But if it's severe, like eyebrow loss too, like you're going to have a double look unless they've got like makeup ones or something. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um and it's funny, as adults we always tell our children, don't stare. Yeah. But it's like, I'm sorry, I stare sometimes too, and it's not like I'm being rude, it's just because I'm not used to seeing this. Listen, that motherfucker doesn't have eyebrows. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh. Um That would take That would take a lot of money for me to do. 
Okay. We're talking well, the rest of the, we're talking the rest of my life here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, all all of your uh, grandchildren will always be like to your uh, to their parents, your children. They'll be like, "Why does Granddad have no eyebrows?" When he looks at me, all I can see is eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna call me. They're gonna call me um, Browie. Is gonna be my nick, my grandpa nickname. I can old brow, old, old, old brow. browie. What's up, browie? Ah uh, man, I'm like I'm le- I'm legitimately saying I need like, I think I need like a quarter of a million dollars to do that. Damn. I like my eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, you've got nice bushy ones too. They're I do. Yeah, they're they're nice and full for sure. They definitely. Where does that lie in your heritage? Who can you thank for that? I don't know. It's got to be it's got to be the Italians, right? I mean, I feel like Italians always have like nice bushy eyebrows. Yeah, look at Mario. He's my favorite Italian. Oh, it's a me. <laughs> uh, okay. So quarter of a mil. Did you say quarter of a mil or half a mil? Yeah, quarter. I need two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> Cold hard cash right now. I I don't think that's. I think that's fair. Because you're going to look fucking weird for the rest Listen, of your life. lifetime, baby. You know, like, like, I don't know. At least I, at least I have the, I would hope, I would hope Haley would stay with me without eyebrows. Uh, but, you know, I have, <laughs> I have some security in the women department. I think it would take me more money uh, if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have a very committed, loving girlfriend by my side. But can you get like two pays for your eyebrows? Does that exist? See, that's the other thing that you have to consider is that... Prosthetic prosthetic eyebrows. Like, I know that some people tattoo eyebrows, right? Like, like that's a thing. It doesn't look... I feel like it would not look good on dudes. You know? <laughs> you know everybody's going to be... Then you're going to be the person that gets stared at. What yeah. is wrong with his eyebrows? Why are they blue? They're too perfect. Yeah, yeah. How much? How much would that? How much would it take you? Uh, I don't know if it's like my age and the fact that I love my wife and I feel comfortable in our relationship and our love for each other. That I would say a lot less because I feel like as much as she would judge me, and I know that I would catch her staring at me, <laughs> probably regularly, at least once a day. Like she'd be looking at my eyebrows or lack of eyebrows yeah um i don't think i need quarter of a mil but i agree it's going to be weird for the rest of your life i'll say 50 yeah okay 50 thou yeah because you you're gonna look it's it's weird eyebrows aren't that big but you take them off your face and you look strange mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're instantly like oh that dude smells people's seats when they get off <laughs> It's true, dude. It's so true. I'm trying to think of another feature that is so unnecessary, but would alter your life as much as eyebrows or the absence of eyebrows. Like, it's weird. They like frame your face. There's nothing. Yeah, like men totally. cannot have beards and mustaches and they look fine. But yeah. you take fucking eyebrows off. We're so used to them being there. That if it's like legit, like no hair, like it's like straight up, like a shaved testicle. <laughs> it looks strange. Yeah, it I don't does. know what it is. It I don't know so why it does. is. Oh yeah. man, I feel like I feel like the only other effect I can think of is 
the absence of testicles would be pretty weird too. <laughs> it's true. But you could cover that up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Hey, listen, uh, you know, 50 K that's fine. You know, I, I don't know your exact age, but you got like 10 years on me, bud. So, you know, that's 10, 10 less years. I mean, if we live to the same age that you have to deal with no eyebrows. I think I just, I don't give as much fucks. Like I'm self-conscious for sure, but there's some things I just don't give a fuck about. And I yeah. really would not care about, I know people are going to stare at me and I, maybe that would make me more confident to confront them about staring at me about not having eyebrows and I would just have fun with it. You know, and maybe I would just roll with the punches. Yeah, maybe maybe you do eyebrow wiggles without eyebrows. What does that look like? You know? <laughs> oh man. All right, yeah, 2 250 for me, 50 for you. That's a good yeah, one. I think. That's the, I feel like that's been the most expensive one so far. Cuz it's just like you it's said, lifetime. you look it's weird when you don't yeah. have eyebrows. It's odd. And it's life it's for life. So that you know, that raises the stakes a bit. Like, I know there's people that do it legitimately for reasons. I think drag queens do it. I have a feeling that drag queens do it because they put a lot of makeup on. And it just, like, I'm not saying all drag queens, but I feel like some drag queens do it because it's easier. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, like women can draw. It looks natural for women to, like, draw on eyebrows, right? Because we're kind of used to that type of makeup. But for a dude, a dude to do it, yeah, that would look so weird. You're like, okay. How many children do you have in your freezer? <laughs> seriously, seriously. How do you prepare your how do you prepare your uh your human that you eat? Do you fry it? Are you a raw sushi kind of guy? Oh no, you are the worst. You fucking steam it, you sick motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh god, you don't even saute it with onions and garlic, you gross motherfucker. <laughs> You don't put uh, any you don't put any salt on it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right. That was how much with your host. Vinny, my man, Borden. And the crowd goes wild. All right. That was uh that was episode fifty one of Without Definite Aim. Thank you for joining us on another quarantine version, another quarantine episode of WDA. You know exactly where to find us by now. I would hope so. If you don't, Apple uh, Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, as my Stitcher, Stitcher man. Um, those are all the places that you can access our, our podcast. And of course, we're getting our YouTube page up and running. So go check us out on YouTube if that's your preferred way to listen to things and social media you can find us on instagram at without definite aim podcast on twitter at wda podcast um and i guess those are the two social media outlets and if you have you know any questions or any suggestions you can always email email us at without definite aim at gmail.com i would heavily recommend that you go if you have not already listened to episode 50 uh, that was one of my favorite things that we've done so far. We kind of had a m- marathon episode with all of our previous guests that we have had on the podcast. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and it was super uh, super awesome to do with Vinny and all of our guests uh, to kind of celebrate 50 episodes. Kind of a big deal. So go check it out. It was huge. It was huge. 
And you yeah. know, it, it wouldn't be a podcast without me mentioning, be sure to like, uh, subscribe, rate and review all of it. Just do, do it, it, do it to everything. Do it. Sound good. All right, Vinny, we will, uh, we'll see each other. Uh, I'm sure sooner than next week, but we will see our listeners all next week. Yes, we will. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.